Greeting to all my tech heads out there in the KevTechify nation. And if you're new here, welcome. In this episode, we're gonna be looking at, looking at configuring SSH. We'll be discussing the need for SSH, enabling SSH, enhance SSH login security, and configuring secure administrative access with configuring secure passwords and SSH, and finally, configuring network devices with SSH. This episode is part of my series on network security. I'm Kevin here at KevTechify. Let's get this adventure started. There is a big need for SSH. Telnet, the default remote access protocol that the Cisco networking devices are set up for, Telnet sends the information across the network in clear text. Meaning anybody who has access to that network traffic, they can see what you're typing in, what's being displayed on your screen. Here's, here's a screenshot of Wireshark. And we chose to look at this particular unit and it's doing Telnet. So we clicked on that and down here we can see some interesting information. Here we can see the layer two information. It's coming from a Cisco device with that MAC address. Destination is a Hewlett. So I'm guessing it's a Hewlett Packard printer with this MAC address. We can also see the layer three addresses, the IP version four. Here's the source address, the destination address, all layer four. We can even, or sorry, layer three addresses. We can even see the layer four protocols. Here we are using Telnet on port 23. Then we can start seeing the actual information. So we have carriage returns and new lines put out there. And then we can see that user access verification that was brought up on the screen. Not, it's not hashed, it's not encrypted, it's there in clear text. And as you can see, you can work through there. And then what, ne what comes next? We have the username. So you're gonna go ahead and type your username in there. Of course, what's after username? We have password. And once again, we're using Telnet here. And because it, you're using Telnet, it's gonna be sent in clear text. Anybody who's looking at this with Wireshark, they will be able to see what your password is. To configure a device to support SSH, there are six steps you have to do. First, you have to configure a unique host name. Here, we're using the unique name of R1. Now, it really doesn't sound unique, but on my network, for this example, R1 is unique. There's no other devices on that network that are there. Next, we have to give it a domain name. So IP domain name, span.com, kevtechify.com, whatever it is. Now, it doesn't necessarily use it to resolve names. It just does it for the key generation. The third step here, is we have to generate the key to encrypt the SSH traffic. How we do that is crypto key generate RSA general keys modulus 1024. Now, depending upon the version of iOS you are running, some these command this command may vary a little and it may default to 512. 512 is considered insecure. Do not use that. So if you're on a system and some of the version 12 operating systems use 512 by default, you have to go and you have to specify your modulus of 1020, 1024. You can see that it's then generating, once again, your host name, your domain name, your modulus size here, it generates it and dates it. 
once you've done that, you either verify or create a local database entry, meaning you got to create a username. So here we said username, whatever you want the username to be, this user will be Bob. And then you specify either secret or password. Once again, secret will encrypt it. So if you do a show run, it'll be hashed. But if you put the word password, it'll be in clear text. And then what do you actually want for your password? So the username is Bob. The, the password will be Cisco. Then step five, we have to authenticate against the local database. So what we have to do is go into our virtual terminal. So line VTY04. We have to say log in. We have to say use the local database. The local database is right here. It's the username we just created. You're not using a radius server or something like that. Authenticate against this. And then finally, the last thing you have to do is enable VTY inbound SSH sessions. Right here, or by default, the inbound transport for your networking device is Telnet. What you want to do is disable that and allow only SSH. And how you disable it is you just put your transport input command here and you don't list Telnet. Telnet will not be enabled. This is basically an overriding command. So transport input SSH, it's only gonna allow SSH. You're not gonna list out anything else here. Once you do that, you can go ahead and type exit. Now you can SSH into your device. If you like this episode on configuring SSH and you get value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. Doing this supports the channel, which in turn helps me bring you more great content. Click that notification bell to turn on notifications to be alerted every time I release a new episode. And I have several episodes coming for you. You can also visit my website at kevtechify.com for all my details and how to get these episodes in video and podcast form. To verify optional SSH command settings, use the show IP SSH command. You can see in here that we are using version two of SSH. We do have a public key, private key. We have a timeout of 120 seconds. Number of retries is three. Use the IP SSH timeout command. So down here, global configuration mode, IP SSH timeout, and then the number of seconds. So number of seconds right there. To modify the default 120 seconds. So default is 120 seconds. You set the timeout to be something less like 60 seconds here. Now this configures the number of seconds that SSH can use the authenticated user. By default, a user logging in has three attempts. That's what we got here. So by default, it has three attempts. We can change that by using the IP SSH authentication retries to two. So we did IP SSH timeout to 60. The default here was 120. IP SSH authentication retries, we now set to two. The default was three. We did that settings. And now if you want to go back and verify it, we do the show IP SSH again. Once again, we're still on version two, but now our timeout is 60 seconds where the default was 120 and the number of retries is two where the default was three. To verify the status of client connections. So you're, you, you configured SSH on your 
networking device, your router or switch, and you want to see who's all connected in, what we can do is use show SSH. Here it says there's no SSH version two server connections. There's no SSH version one connections running. So we don't have any connections coming in. Now there are two different ways to connect to an SSH enabled router. So you're on one device, networking device, and you want to connect into another. This works for routers and switches. By default, when SSH is enabled, the Cisco device can act as an SSH server or SSH client. As a server, the device can accept SSH client connections. As a client, that device can connect via SSH to another SSH router. So here, we are connecting from R2 to R1. So we are on R1. We're going to go and connect to, or sorry, we're on R2. We're going to connect into R1. The command here is SSH dash L. This is a lowercase L. You're going to specify the user. And then what's the IP address? It's going to make that connection. You type in your password. Once you successfully have your password in, now you're on R1. So you now have SSH into R1. We can view our SSH connections now. So we do this show SSH and we can see here that we have a couple connections using version two, one in, one out. We can see the encryptions, the HMAC. We can see the stat, state. And then way over here on the right side behind me, you can see what the username is. And it says our username right here is Bob. That's our login connection we used. What you do now is you connect using an SSH client running on a host. So on your desktop, on your laptop computer, you have to get a client. Uh, some of the clients out there are, well, one of the popular ones is Putty. Another one is OpenSSH. This here is TerraTerm, but my personal favorite uh, client is MOBA. Xterm. If you haven't used it, go ahead and use it. You can have tabs, you know, like just in a web browser where you can have tabs going to multiple multiple websites. Here you can have tabs using different protocols. So you can have SSH, you can have Telnet, you can have serial connections, and you can have multiple SSH connections up and running in different tabs. To make this connection, generally what you need to do is the client initiates that connection to your networking device, that SSH server. The SSH servers prompts for a username and password. So what we do here is we're gonna say, okay, we're using TCP. So we have to make sure we're using TCP. We put the IP address of our server in, and then we tell it what service, what protocol we're using. And once again, we're using SSH. Telnet, Telnet, why is Telnet bad? Telnet sends it in clear text. Go ahead, you can click okay. Then it will ask you for a username and password. You can go ahead and enter that in. Once you're there, you'll have a window popped up and you'll be SSH'd in. It's almost like being consoled in at that point in time. You can do all the configuration you need. It was my pleasure to provide you with this wonderful episode on configuring SSH. If you like this episode and you got value out of it, and depending upon the platform you're using, please click that like button, give a five-star rating, leave a comment. This all helps me bring you more great content. Please take a minute to subscribe to my channel and click that notification bell.
That way it will be alerted every time I release a new episode. All my socials and contact information are on my website, kevtechify.com. You can get all these episodes in video and podcast form. In the upper right is my playlist for my series on network security. In the bottom right is one of my favorite videos that I linked just for you. Thank you so much for watching this episode of my series on network security. Once again, I'm Kevin. This is Kev Techify. I'll see you next time for another great adventure.